How you doing? I didn't mean to have my microphone on when I said, how you doing? Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us uh, in person and online. So for those joining us online, would you write something in the comments so that we know who is with us? Uh, and for those who can't make it that are watching online, we do have drive-through communion in the portico from 5 to 6. We also have an Ash Wednesday service um, at 6 p.m. this Wednesday. Uh, I'm inviting the youth to come a little early at 5.30. We'll get to hang out in the gym a little bit before the Ash Wednesday service. Uh, which the service is going to be a little different this year. Um, so we're going to be doing it with social distancing and all that type of thing. So, but we would love, we would love for you to come to that service. Um, Catherine Barnes and the Children's Ministry, they have Cupcake Wars coming up for the families on February 24th. It is going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Um, also wanted to let you know, we still have these great signs. We have these great signs that say, thank you. We love healthcare workers. Uh, then it has our church on here. So if you want to let your neighbors know that you love the healthcare workers in our community, we have those signs uh, out here and you can take one for your yard. Um, also, you will notice uh, on these podiums, we have some signs with sticky notes. These are actually going to the hospitals. Our missions team is feeding uh, lunch to the ICU units at both hospitals and some of the ER staff. Um, so we want to uh, put as many sticky notes on these as we can, where you can write a personal note to let the healthcare workers know that you love them, that you're praying for them. Um, also want to let you know, Sumatanga Sunday, Sumatanga Workday, uh, we had over 40 people sign up to go work out at Camp Sumatanga yesterday. We ended up having to cancel due to bad weather, but we are going to reschedule that, and it is going to be awesome. So for those that signed up, we thank you, and we are going to reschedule that. Lastly, I wanted to let you know, we can celebrate that we have a rose on the altar uh, for Elise Arlette Garcia. Uh, so we want to congratulate the, Gar the Garcia parents, and that rose is uh, from the ELC uh, staff. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Loving God, we are so thankful that we can worship together. We pray right now that you'll calm our hearts and our minds and help us focus on you. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. And again, we want to say good morning and welcome. Welcome back.
is the lamb who was slain. Worthy is the king who conquered the grave. Worthy is the lamb who was slain. Worthy is the king who conquered the grave. Worthy is the lamb who was slain. Worthy is the king who conquered the grave. Good morning, everybody. I can't tell you how happy I am to see faces in the sanctuary and, and happy Valentine's Day to you and to all of you watching us at home and worshiping with us today. We're glad that you're here, glad that you're worshiping with us. Uh, today is a special Sunday. Um, we're, we're coming back for the first time in about six weeks because we're uh, maybe in a little bit better shape and we're still social distancing if you feel comfortable coming. If you want to continue just worshiping online, then uh, that's wonderful. We found out a lot of things. And one is that you can worship online and worship uh, from your home and still worship God. We're also having communion today. And so if you want to share communion at the end of this service when we have communion together, then get whatever you have on hand. Uh, we're going to be using these self-contained juice and wafer. And, but you get whatever you have on hand, and then at the end of this service, you can participate with us. If you want to come by and be served communion, then please come by from 5 to 6 this evening. We're going to do drive-through communion down at the portico, and um, so we'll, we'll do that. Thank you, as always, for supporting your church. It's very important to us, and it's very important for our own spiritual growth. If you're here and um, worshiping with us, we have, of course, the offering plates that you can drop a, an offering in. If you're giving from home, give online, text to give, uh, stick it in the mail, but remember to keep supporting your church. We want to pray for you, so send us your prayer requests. Um, we, we love to pray for, for each other here and want to pray for you right now. Will you, will you join me in prayer? Oh, um, before I do that, I want to uh, let all of our awesome kids go with Miss Catherine, our awesome children's director for Children's Church today. And there they go. It's so, it's so great to hear the pity patter of little feet going to Children's Church. <laughs> that's, that's exciting. It's exciting. I wish that all of us could be as excited as that right there. All right? Okay, so let's pray. God, we are thankful and we are excited and this is a celebration service we want to celebrate your presence in our lives we want to celebrate the good things you're doing in our lives even even in the midst of a very difficult time god i pray your blessings on everyone who is hurting today everyone who needs a special touch from you i pray your blessings on our nation I pray your blessings on our church i pray your blessings lord on the tithes and offerings that will be given 
to uh, be in ministry and to further your kingdom. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
I want to thank our, our praise band for always, as always, doing a great job in leading us in worship and reminding us of the overwhelming love of God, which is a wonderful thing to think about on Valentine's Day. And look, I know, it, like, like everything else, things get commercialized and uh, card makers and candy makers have a field day and people all of a sudden are interested in flowers and roses on a day like today, but there is an actual St. Valentine's, and if you uh, have a moment today, look at the life of this guy who uh, really gave his life so that people could get married and love one another. It's a, it's a really an amazing thing. So we're looking at Mark chapter 9 today. This is also Transfiguration Sunday, and we're looking at Mark chapter 9, and we'll be reading together verses 2 through 9 today. So um, hear the word of the Lord. Hear the gospel uh, of, the Lord, of the Lord today. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. As he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Moses and Elijah, who were talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud there came a voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. As they were coming down from the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one what they had seen until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I hope that you were able to watch the Super Bowl last Sunday. I, I know football may not be your thing and you may not care anything about it, but even if you're just sort of interested in football, Super Bowl 55 was one for the record books. It was, it was extraordinary and it was even more so if you were a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan or if you're a Tom Brady fan, and neither of which I am. but. Uh, there were some records set. Tampa Bay became the first Super Bowl team to play in their home stadium. And of course, the first Super Bowl team to, to win in their home stadium. So tip of the hat to the Tampa Bay Bucks. But Tom Brady was really the one that had uh, an awesome night last Sunday night. Uh, he just broke all kinds of records. Here are some of the records that Tom Brady broke. Most Super Bowl appearances, most Super Bowl wins, most Super Bowl MVPs, most Super Bowl pass attempts and passing yards and touchdown passes. And he was, at the ripe old age of 43, the oldest quarterback to win a Super Bowl. So, I mean, there are more records that were set that night, but I really don't want to go on and on about it because I kind of wanted the Kansas City Chiefs to win. But that was just me. So, and Super Bowl 55 had a streaker. Did y'all hear about that? I, I mean, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. And so I went back and looked to see, you know, if I could find out what was going on. And well, let's just set the record straight. First of all, I grew up in the 70s and we pretty much invented streaking. And so I wanna say this guy was not a streaker uh, because he had sort of a pink bathing suit on. So it's okay if you want to let your kids go back and see the street. It's okay. He's, I, I don't know. It's not okay that he did that. Don't hear me say that. But he, he, he was not a streaker um, because that's not really streaking. Children don't try this at home. But really streaking is like no clothes at all. Maybe a mask. I don't know. These masks might come in handy for, for that. I don't know. But kids, don't try this at home. Or teenagers or college students, my college students, children who are listening. When I was in seminary uh, at Emory University, um, there was this 
guy that was always streaking and he actually did streak I'm talking about had a ski mask and that was all that he did and it was just kind of a weird time uh, one time he streaked ran through uh, the commons there at the seminary at the School of Theology and he had a sign with him that said God is naked why aren't you um, to my knowledge he was never caught but uh, that day we went to Old Testament class that day and we were all sitting around laughing about the streaker carrying the sign through uh, um, the theology school saying God is naked why aren't you and our Old Testament professor came in and he saw us laughing he said what are you laughing about we told him and being the wise teacher and professor he is he said well is God naked and which launched a discussion in our classroom which we had um, you know about whether or not God had clothes on or, or was naked and all of this kind of stuff and then finally we asked our Old Testament professor we said well, what do you think and he said let me quote the psalmist Psalm 104 verses 1 and 2 um, bless the Lord O my soul O Lord my God you are great you are clothed with honor and majesty wrapped in light as with a garment so God is clothed in case you were wondering about that today God is clothed he's clothed with honor and majesty God is clothed in light and even more than that first John 1 5 says that this is a message we've heard from him and declaring to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all and then in that same book first John over in chapter 4 it says that God is love so God God is light and God is love and God is clothed wrapped in light and love that is what God's glory and majesty is all about so mr. Emory University streaker whoever you are you are wrong in so many ways you are wrong um, not only is God clothed in light and love God is the source of light and love love comes from God first John 4 7 tells us and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God love comes from God God has been the source of light from the very beginning and all the way to the very end of scriptures if you think about it from the very beginning Genesis chapter 1 verse 4 says that God spoke into the darkness and spoke into the void and said let there be light and there was light and then if you go all the way to the end of the scriptures from Revelation chapter 21 where it's describing this dazzling description of where God's children are going to live for all eternity the New Jerusalem it says among other things that there won't be any need for lights there won't even be any need for the Sun or the moon to shine why because the glory of God is going to light everything and the Lamb himself is going to be the light of the New Jerusalem God is clothed in light and is the source of light and God is clothed in love and is the source of love and something else something else beyond that and this is what's so important for us too being in God's presence adds light and love to whomever is in God's presence light and love are added to us as we experience the presence of God do you remember in the book of Exodus chapter 34 if you're doing the read the Bible through in a year thing you probably just read that this week Exodus chapter 34 Moses goes up on the mountain to talk with God and to get all right to get a new set of Ten Commandments because he broke the other ones um, but he goes up on the mountain to talk with God he gets the new tablets he comes back down from the mountain and Moses didn't realize it but he was shining he he was he had been in the presence of God and he was just emanating the light of the glory of God 
And it kind of freaked everybody out. Um, it's so much so that Moses had to put a veil over his face so that everyone would calm down. And the gospel reading in Mark chapter 9 that we had for today is meant to make us remember Moses, right? Because Moses and Elijah were up on the mountain there with Jesus and Peter, James, and John. But the experience of going up on the mountain and being transformed by the light and the love of God, that's what we're meant to remember when we read chapter 9 about the transfiguration. Jesus ascended the mountain and and anytime in scriptures you see someone ascending a mountain, that's uh, a lot of time it represents the closeness to God and the willingness to hear from God. And as they were on that mountain, it's almost like the veil of Jesus was lifted and his light was radiating from him. I just can't imagine what Peter, James, and John must have thought. Peter didn't know what to say, and so he said something. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> you didn't know what to say, but you said something anyway. Um, I identify with Peter on, on many counts, but that's one of them. He didn't know what to say, so he said something. He said the wrong thing. He said, you know, this is really awesome. Why don't we build some little booths, some little huts, so we can capture this radiant moment? And then God shushed Peter and said, Peter, just shush. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Remember, God is the source of light and love. Jesus, as we read in the Gospel of John chapter 1, was the light that came into this dark world. And God just simply said, listen to him. Listen to Jesus, because Jesus is now the source of light and love for you. Listen to him. Spending time in his presence, spending time in the presence of light and love, will actually transform a person. So, where do you spend time with the Lord? It doesn't, doesn't have to be on a mountain. Uh, it could be on, on your back porch. It could be in a favorite chair by your window. It could be walking along the river. Do you realize, though, that spending time in His presence and talking with Him and listening to Him will actually transform you? That is the blessing of Transfiguration Sunday. I have, I have three blessings that I want to, to share with you on this Valentine's Day, right? On this Transfiguration Sunday. And one is this. The first blessing is this. May we all let the light and love of Christ transform us. Spending time in His presence. This coming Wednesday is going to be Ash Wednesday, the beginning of the 40-day season of Lent, a, a time of preparation and repentance and reflection, a time when we remember the 40 days Jesus spent in the wilderness, the 40 days preparing our hearts for Easter. Whatever, sometimes people give up something for, for Lent as, as a remembrance of, of Jesus' fasting in the wilderness. Sometimes people um, take on something for Lent. Whatever else you do for Lent, um, will, you, will you make a commitment that for the next 40 days, the season of Lent, to make an intentional time to spend in the presence of the Lord just letting yourself be loved by God, soaking in the love and the light, of God listening for his presence. I don't know, it, maybe it'll be on your lunch hour or maybe you'll get up a little bit early or go to bed a little bit later or maybe you'll turn off the music in your car and let that be your time. But intentionally let the light and love of Christ transform us. If you want to add a, a devotional to your Lenten season, uh, I'm going to be posting a devotional online or Sheila's going to be posting it for me to tell you the truth. Uh, each day over the 40 days of Lent, beginning on Fat Tuesday, I'm going to have a special Lenten devotional for you if you want to take time to read that. But spend time letting the light and love of Christ 
transform us. The second blessing is this. May we let the light and love of Christ be our guide. Guide us to be guided by that light. I really love the story about uh, the astronaut Jim Lovell. Uh, as you know, he was one of the ones who was on Apollo 13, the, the mission that was made into a great movie, but actually Apollo 13 never made it to the moon. It was just miraculous that they made it back to Earth still alive. Because uh, so, so there was a time there that they were almost lost in space as the old TV show said. But Jim Lovell, one of those astronauts, already knew what it was like, sort of, to be lost in space. Because back when he was a Navy pilot, there was one time that he was out on a routine mission, flying at night and his aircraft, and all of a sudden his, all of his navigational systems just went off. He lost all of his nabs, and so he was miles away from the aircraft carrier, and it was pitch black darkness all around him, and he was hanging between heaven and the deep blue sea, not knowing which way to go. And so what he did, what he decided to do, instead of, of fighting the darkness, he decided to kind of lean into the darkness. And so he turned off all of his cockpit lights and he just looked out into the sheer blackness of the sea around him. And pretty soon he saw a glowing up ahead of him. And the glowing was created by the churning of the sea in the wake of that huge aircraft carrier as it was churning up little bitty bioluminescent sea creatures that were pulled from the depths up to the surface. And it, it started to glow like a path in the dark waters that led him directly to the aircraft carrier, the aircraft carrier named Shangri-La, by the way. So Jim Lovell just followed the glow until he found his way home. So what if we let the light of Christ show us the way? Look, we all need guidance these days. We all feel like we just don't know which way to turn a lot of the times. So when we don't know which way to go, when we're torn between this way or that, or to do this or to do that, or to say this or not say this, look for what looks the most like the light and love of Christ, and then go that way. Let that be our North Star that guides us. Because I believe that we can find our way even through the darkest hour if we let the light and love of Christ guide us. And then the third blessing is this. May we let our light shine. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. His presence in us needs to shine out and not be hidden. Not be hidden under a bushel as the little song says. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Let your light shine before others, Jesus said, so that they could see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. In Matthew chapter 5, he says that. So as we are transformed by the light and love of Christ, we are supposed to be the light of Christ in a dark world. Well, what does that mean? How do we let our little light shine? Look, it's not complicated. It doesn't even require an advanced degree in theology. We just take our ordinary words and our ordinary deeds and we add love to them. Like the little sticky notes we're putting on here. We're just taking something ordinary, a little sticky note. We're taking something ordinary like a little sandwich, something food, and we're adding love to it and showing love to, in this case, healthcare workers. We already went to the, our missions team already went to the fire department and showed some love to our first responders. It's just simple, but it's transformative. I tell, I'm telling you, it's transformative. You could take an ordinary meal prepared, you know this, 
an ordinary meal prepared by somebody, if you add love to it, it can change somebody. It can transform. If you take an ordinary little note written by somebody, an ordinary card, and you add love to that, it can be transformative. If you take an ordinary song, an ordinary little song, but you sing it with love, it can change somebody's heart. It can touch somebody. Ordinary you and ordinary me in the course of our day can add love to whatever we're doing and let our light shine. And transformation, transformation happens and God the Father will be praised. Yeah, I don't think Peter, James, and John expected to be changed when they went up on the mountain with Jesus that day. It was just an ordinary day. They were just following Jesus around and Jesus led them up there. I don't think they understood everything that they were seeing and everything that was happening on that mountain. It was mysterious, man. I mean, they were up there and all of a sudden Moses and Elijah were up there and Jesus was shining and all this stuff. But I am convinced that that experience transformed Peter, James, and John and they were never the same after that. And the same goes with us. We may not fully understand the transcendent mystery of what it means to worship God and be in the presence of God and certainly what it means to to receive the sacra sacrament of Holy Communion how the bread and the cup ordinary bread ordinary cup becomes more than that for us it becomes a tangible representation of the love and the light of Christ I don't think we can fully understand that but I am fully convinced that we can be transformed by it. We can be transformed by the love and the light today. Let us pray. Lord, um, we thank you for being love and we thank you for being light. We thank you for the way that even in the darkest times that you can shine into our lives and how that even though we feel sometimes like we are broken that the light in us that is from you shines through the cracks of our broken lives and that we even ordinary us can shine our light lead us Lord as we look for that light lead us in the way that you'd have us to go and and as we remember today even today your body broken for us your blood shed for us the greatest example of the love ever given may that transform us in Jesus name Amen
Again, I want to invite you to, to join us from home. Uh, and if you will get whatever it is that you are going to, to get and share with us, follow along with us. We are going to, to be using the service of Word and Table 2 from the, the hymnal, but you'll be able to, to see the words. And um, Christ our Lord invites to the table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, God, we confess that we have have not not loved loved you with our our whole heart. We have have failed to be an obedient church. church. We have have not not done done your will. will. We have have broken your law. We have rebelled rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. And we have have not not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory Glory to God. God. Amen. Amen. Now will you join with the great thanksgiving? The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church and delivered us from slavery to sin and death and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of the faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we might be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet through your Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit in your holy church. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. body of Christ broken for you the blood of Christ shed for you if you're uh, in the sanctuary and you have not received um, your elements yet if you'll raise your hand um, make sure that you bring one it's a little bit tricky to do the top part peels off for the wafer body of Christ broken for you the blood of Christ shed for you 
And now, will you receive this benediction? Go forth in the light and love of God to let your light so shine before others that they might see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. Amen.